Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. A geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors like Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. The following documents and recordings are the 15th installment in a compilation detailing the events the repair team sent to Outpost Freestead, consisting of Dr. Rosa Della Torre, Walter Heath, Graham Kasner, Dr. Karina Schumacher-Weiss, and Jonas Thorison. In the winter months, gale storms in Svalbard can reach wind speeds of 130 km per hour. Accompanied by or following snowfall, such storms can reduce visibility dramatically more so in the winter months of the polar night. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault. the team rushes to follow the trail of Mr. Walter Heath after he was dragged off in the white haze of the raging storm. This first recording is a continuation of the previous recording from Mr. Heath's hand recorder, which was dropped during his abduction. Quickly! What's that? You're fine. The cut is not deep. 
The duct tape will seal up the hole in the pant leg to conserve your trapped body heat. Jonas, Jonas, this way! We have to go! The polar bear may come back. Stay close. I see his trail. Fuck the polar bear! That monster took Walter! Walter, I, I have his reporter. What, Jonas? I can't hear you! I have the recorder! He dropped it! Just keep up! The slower we go, the more likely we'll lose the trail. This storm will wipe it away in minutes. I heard it! He's still alive! Shit! What's wrong? He's alive! The trail's getting weaker! Everyone hurry! continues like that for a while, over an hour, as they descend into the caves toward the town under the ice, pursuing Mr. Heath and his abductor. The following short section of a journal entry was written by Dr. Della Torre in regards to the events that have transpired thus far. Caminamos tanto tiempo en medio de la tormenta, siguiendo cada paso que Graham daba. Era muy difícil ver a nuestra. We had walked for so long out into the storm, following Graham with every step. It was hard to see anything, least of all our way back home. It all happened so fast after that. One moment there was a tug at the line, the next Jonas was in the air. We were all hauled through the snow, inhaling frigid dust and faced with the possibility of being lost in a bank so deep there would be no way out. The light of the flare gave us a point of orientation, but it was only a brief reprieve. 
Jonas hit the ground and the pool stopped. Then the bear came, seeing us as a bright choice prey in our bulky, brilliantly colored winter jackets. As it rushed us, we jumped from its path. But somehow, in the confusion, our line was severed. Walter disappeared into the white, gone in moments. Not the polar bear, not the mundane dangers of this place, but that horrible something I cannot explain. We followed after Walter. Within moments, his trail could have disappeared into the storm winds, but we did not hesitate. But we were back at the auxiliary bunker in minutes. Having walked so far into the storm, hours, it was impossible. Impossible we had not left the vicinity. Impossible to return so quickly. Impossible to reach Walter. Impossible to get home. It was torture. I could hear him every half hour or so, following his calls, Walter screaming. We knew he was alive as we rushed through white storms and black caverns. I feared everything. Now, this recording is a continuation of the previous group recording from Mr. Heath's recorder, now in the possession of Mr. Thorison. Is this really the best idea? We know what happened to Karina. Heath's alive. We can hear him. We're nearly there. Just a hundred more meters or so. A, a hundred more meters or so of what? Until we find another heart? Until we face that thing again? Until... <clears throat> Nothing this way is going to help us. We should try again. To leave. Or we should go back to the bunker. Shoot off the remaining flares, turn on the personal locator, and wait everything out. I'm not waiting around to die of starvation. And I will not give up on Walter. You're going to get me killed. We're here. They're back. The statues. They aren't even where they were before. It's a path. It's a trap. The rope is still here. It took it down last time. Why are we whispering? It knows we're here. Look at the statues. It's a fucking promenade to that hellish place. If you want to turn around, do it. But... Quiet. I saw something move. In a window of the theater. That one. I don't see anything. It's not there anymore. It just passed by. Rosa, take this. I'm climbing down. Give it here. Hurry! I'm coming down. Your choice to follow or not, Jonas. I just want to go home. I'm coming down. Hurry up. You got all the cramps. Now, and I don't recognize some of these animals. 
Just stay together and don't touch anything. We are nearly there. That one looks like a rhinoceros. Look at the horn. I'd rather not. I'll go first. Jonas, keep an eye out behind us as I go through. Follow through quickly after. No separation. Do you see him? Through the rocks? Anything? A box? Blood? Walter? Something moved. Rosa, hurry, please hurry. I'm... Oh. I got you. She's out. Hurry, though. I'll watch behind you, but stay low. Impossible. Que esta pasando? Is there a trail? Are we still going the right way? Should we leave? Help, Rosa, please. Walter! Walter! Where are you? Stop it. Rosa, grab my hand! Here. Hold tight. Get your flare gun out. Hurry! It came from everywhere. The tracks. The tracks are gone. They they only led into here. What if it's not? It could be that thing. It was Karina, yes? So it could be Walter. Rosa! Jonas, help me! Not this way. Don't mess around. Get moving. The cave entry. It's collapsed. It can't be. Move. I want yes. to see him. Fastrena. Don't take a photo now. Statues. They surrounded the cave entrance. And he's right. It's gone. I just want to see them. The following recording is one of a few small recordings found on Mr. Graham Kasner's cell phone. Unlike the advanced phones of several other team members, his phone is an older model flip phone. It has this recorded message on it, though quality is naturally poor due to the subpar quality of the phone's recording abilities. You didn't cut anything too important. Well, aside from some muscle, I'm going to start stitching it up. I'm warning you. I'm doing this fast and it will hurt. Just hurry. The earthquake, or whatever the hell that was, may have stopped, but something is still out there and we are falling. <laughs> you said hurry. I wasn't going to wait for you to stop talking. Keep doing your recording thing. by a bear, and by whatever demon haunts us here. Walter Heath was taken, 
And we followed the faint trail as far as here, the anatomical theater beneath the ice. But the trail has faded. There was an earthquake or something. Maybe... Maybe an ice fall. The cave we used to get here has collapsed, so leaving that way may... may not be enough. That should be enough. It's sealed and clean. Keep it wrapped and patch up the hole to keep your body heat in. We need to get moving. Wait, Jonas, what's that by your foot? What? What, what are you looking at? It looks like a leather strap. It's not Walter's. He had a modern synthetic pack. No, it's not his. It's old. Old leather, rusted metal buckles. Looks like it's from... World War II. On the pocket, a patch from the war. Can't place it, though. Open it! Mostly empty. Oh, a can! No label, but it may be food. Uh, rope. Cigarette case. A journal? I can't read this. I don't even know what language this is. Help! Come on, please! Not like this! Moving, grab anything useful. I believe the journal they found in the World War II era pack was that which I'll read to you now. The journal is relatively well preserved, but there was very little written to begin with, and no indication of a name for the writer. This is a section of the translation from the original Finnish. Todellinen tyhmyri. Olisipa Jumala antanut minulle enemmän tunnetta kuin velvollisuutta. Sota oli loppunut ja ryntäsin mahdollisiin työtarjouksiin ennen kuin edes ajattelin. Mitä se I am such a fool. Worried that God had blessed me with more sense than duty. The war was over and I jumped at opportunities to stay employed before I even thought of what it could mean. Harald got a job at the Godcatcher boat. Just a few weeks after I got this, I should have gone with him. After it all, though, I could never live my life and call myself a fisherman. I'm a born soldier in a world where soldiers are just sickening reminders of the past. I'd never heard of this place. Now I'm going to die here. I cannot feel much. The cold keeps the pain at bay. All this for some information, because this war is never over. We found the station, the three Norwegians, Albrecht and I. We found the papers the Germans swore they'd burned. In the end, we ended up burning them. Not a lot out there to keep you warm or fed. I can feel it now, in a way. My legs are numb, my chest feels concave. My stomach is warm, a puddle of rolling tar. It took Lunde, ripped him right off from me. I took Chase back down here to this hell. One bad length of rope, and at once I was stuck up on a stalagmite. So simple a thing. Potatoes on a skewer. At least I've stolen the opportunity of killing me from those monsters' devils. If they want my heart, they'll have to find it. Cold and lifeless. I like to think I did the right thing, not marrying Binya. Fine girl, but I'd never had made her happy wife. 
Even dying out here would have broken her heart, not knowing what happened. No one will know. Maybe one of these Norwegians had connections. Maybe they'll come looking. I'll be a corpse by then, not worth the time to look for. I found some scrimshaw earlier. Real craftsman quality on one side, carving of a whale. The other side was all jumble. Looked like quick dent at carving Russian. I only speak it. I can't read it. My life was a gift from God, and in a pursuit of honor on this earth, I forsook his laws. I have taken thy name in vain, Lord. I have lied and stolen, cursed and fornicated. Above all, I have taken up arms against my fellow men and struck them down. I have killed in the name of country against the word of God. In my final hours, I ask for forgiveness to rise from my squalid existence, to rise to your grace and comforts. Lord, please forgive me. This concludes those documents related to the team's attempt to track down Mr. Walter Heath and his abductor. This completes the 15th collection of information regarding the repair team at Outpost Freestead. The White Vault. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. 
As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. 